Hello, I'm Natalie. And I'm Calvin. And we are That Diz Family. This is our first podcast, and we are so excited. Calvin and I are a mother-son team of Disney fanatics. Calvin, you're nine years old and went to pre-K at Walt Disney World. I used to be a guest service manager at the Magic Kingdom and at Disney's Polynesian Resort. Now I'm a trip planner, and you can reach me for free help with your Disney vacation at nataliekreiner.com or inkandpaintblog.com, where I just write about Disney nonsense. This is a podcast about all things Disney, and to help bring a kid's perspective about Disney products and places. So today, we'll be talking about Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party and Disney Infinity. All right, let's get going. So now we're going to talk about Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. This is one of our favorite things to do every single year. Calvin, how excited are you for Mickey's Not-So-Scary? I am so excited. I cannot wait for day zero on our countdown calendar. Yes, our countdown calendar is very exciting. And we are going in costume this year as the Three Caballeros, which is awesome because... Calvin, you've always loved that ride at the Mexico Pavilion at Epcot, even when before it was themed to the Three Caballeros, and it was just the um, El Rio de Tiempo, and it was kind of creepy and spooky, <laughs> and then they overlaid it with the Three Caballeros. We started watching the Three Caballeros a lot, even when you were like three or four, and it's such a trippy, fun movie. I recommend it to everybody. So anyway, at any rate... It gets a little weird at the end. It gets crazy weird at the end. And <laughs> Donald's chasing girls, and it's all very awkward. Even he has to get dirty sometimes. I guess. Oh my gosh. So anyway, I, I hear a lot of um, a lot of recommendations for the Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. And I've been going every year, with the exception of like one year, <laughs> since 2005. And the one thing I hear a lot is don't go on the attractions. It's a waste of your ticket to go on the attractions. And I totally disagree. And Calvin, you too, right? You yeah. like to go on rides at it, right? Especially with the less wait time because they're all out going and getting candy. Exactly. And we still manage to get candy, right? Yeah, we do. A lot of candy. Um, but we always... I like to catch both parades, even if I only see the Headless Horseman once. And that's because, A, it's the most amazing parade ever in the history of parades. <laughs> And B, you if you plan for the second one, you run the risk of it getting canceled. And it happens. Weather is crazy in Florida, or there's a technical glitch, or something just goes wrong, and they don't run the second parade. And you don't want to miss this parade. You just don't. The second parade is always the best one. It is, because there's fewer people around. Everyone's left. They do. They leave right after Hallowishes, which is the fireworks show. Everyone leaves. So if you leave after Hallowishes, I guess thank you because <laughs> we have more room to enjoy ourselves and stay until midnight. Um, but you really shouldn't. You really should stay until they kick you out of the park. They're very polite when they kick you out of the park. It's like a Disney kick out. Disney kickouts are always the most polite kickouts. They are. I've done it. I've been the closing manager. I've done some kickouts of my own. Like, folks, we really need to, like, go to bed at some point tonight, so y'all have to leave. But, um, <laughs> but between, we basically, we trick-or-treat, and we see the parade and the fireworks, and we go on attractions. I, I, ride, just, a, mm -hmm. I ride a lot of roller coasters on um, Not-So-Scary. Mm -hmm. 
Um, last year, I rode Space Mountain for the first time as Peter Pan. That's right! What better way to learn to fly through space than dressed as Peter Pan? <laughs> That's right, that was your first time. And that was a walk-on, right? Yeah. I mean, there was no, no weight at all. It was just walk right on. And I feel like we rode Big Thunder Mountain, but maybe we didn't. I actually kind of think we did. Yeah, I feel like we did. I feel like we rode that once in the day and once at night. It all gets blurry after a while. (laughs) (laughs) And then when it comes to trick-or-treating, I think we can agree the later in the evening, the better. Right? Yeah, because not a lot of people are there. Mm -hmm. Shorter lines, more candy, because they don't want to schlep it back to the storage areas. That's the big thing. They just get a ton of candy. Yeah, they just want to give it out. out. The cast members don't want to carry it back down, so... yeah. (laughs) So all that, it's just a heavy bucket. Who wants to carry that? Back to Definitely the not a cast member at one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> uh, so basically, my suggestion for and you can jump in, Calvin, if you have another suggestion. But my suggestion for getting the most out of Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party is to first have a late lunch. We like to do it at the Wave at um, Contemporary, right? Because we can walk over to the Magic Kingdom. So we'll do the latest lunch they have, which is one or two o'clock. I don't remember right off the bat. And that gives us some time to goof around at our meal, um, maybe enjoy the contemporary a little bit, hop on the monorail, look at the other resorts. And then your ticket starts being good at 4 p.m. Everybody should know this by now. doesn't say it anywhere, and some cast members don't know it, but at this point the information is out there on the internet. Use your ticket at 4. Calvin. And this woman has been working at Disney. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for like six years. But I, I don't anymore. I just did a disclaimer. But <laughs> but go to the park at 4 o'clock. Get the benefit of this ticket. And when you look at it as a 4 p.m. to midnight ticket, and there are fewer tickets for the evening sold than there would be for your average day at Walt Disney World, with these shorter waits and with this enhanced entertainment and, hey, with the free candy... If people are going to talk about getting their money's worth out of a ticket, you really are if you get there early. And this is when we jump on rides, because everything's still open. So from 4 until 7, rides, 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 rides. And quite frankly, until 8, until you go over for the first parade. Rides, right? Why not? You know? 10-minute wait times. Do it. And then the parade, right? Yeah, before the parade, the rides are the best thing on Halloween. Mm-hmm. And the free candy. You can't forget the free candy. Yeah, it's one of those things where if you see a line for candy and they have balloons set up so that you can see where the trick-or-treat line is, then you just go and get some. And if it's long, you don't. It's kind of a... Just do think, what feels right. <laughs> I think last year, um, they had like a Peter Pan balloon. And then I'm like, I'm Peter Pan. Yeah, they copied you, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully they don't, they don't copy Jose. Jose? No, I don't think so. Yeah, Calvin is going to be Jose Carioca, the green parrot with the boater hat, and the cigar, I might add, from the three caviars. Hey, Donald! <laughs> and I'm going to be Donald himself. So. Have you ever been to Bahia? <laughs> Bahia! <laughs> Oh my gosh, I love the three caviaros so much. One of the best Disney movies of all time. So anyway, um, that's... Unless you're really into waiting in line to meet characters, and some people are, that's my suggestion. You get your 
you you get your money's worth out of all those attractions right up until the first parade, and then you start enjoying the great entertainment, and then you trick or treat, and then you get some get some more rides in, and then it's midnight, and you're exhausted, and you just had a wonderful time, and you get back to your room, all keyed up, and you order Domino's pizza way too late at night. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm getting into too much detail now. That's our story. That's just our story. Yours might be different. You might make better decisions <laughs> about pizza than we do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But that is my very basic rundown of Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. It can differ a lot, especially towards the end of October. I've been there when it's been 45 degrees, and I've been there when it's been 90 and storming. So it's fall in Florida. Anything can happen. Again, that's why I really recommend that first parade, just in case. And, um, yeah, really just enjoy the entertainment. If you see a character, hop in line. If you see candy, hop in line. And love your night. Take her word for it. (laughs) Anything else, Calvin? Um... I'd just like to make a comment. Okay. What if the computers break and the fireworks go off at the wrong times and it gets all jumbled up? I've only seen that happen extremely rarely. Um, and I I've see, I saw it happen with a, a very merry Christmas party once where the fireworks were misfiring, but it was only a few. So the fireworks... Seems like it's on a really solid system where in I've seen these fireworks shows at Epcot and Magic Kingdom thousands of times, literally. And I have only seen a few misfires. Now, the one in the middle of the afternoon from the roof of the Heritage House in Liberty Square was interesting. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, other than that, it, it didn't really affect anyone. It was just sort of a random firework that happened. They, they pretty much know what they're doing, and... They don't go off course or anything dramatic like that. Um, it's just, sometimes they might, sure, they've misfired during a show in, at the, in like the wrong order sequence. But nothing too dramatic. So here's the rundown. Um, have late lunch. Mm-hmm. Yep. Get there at four. Get there at four, yep. Get on all the rides. All the rides. Ride everything in sight. Get there... Get there for the first parade, just in case. Yes. Don't miss that parade. Or you might miss the second one. You don't want that to happen. Mm-mm. Then you can see it again, which you might want to do, trust me. Yes. <laughs> and, and enjoy yourself and get candy. Yep. Fall free. Get candy. And, and one last note about candy. Separate your chocolate from your regular candy. <laughs> don't let your Skittles make your chocolate taste funny. Trust me. <laughs> And I think that's it. My chocolate tastes funny. That's because of Skittles. Oh, the worst. All right, kids. Have a wonderful time. And boo to you. Now we have a segment on Disney Infinity. Our resident gamer, Calvin, has been playing this game pretty extensively. And since he's really well established with Minecraft and all these popular games, thought we'd give him a shot to explain what he likes about Disney Infinity. Go, Calvin. Disney Infinity is a good game because of all the choices you get. I just love how you can play with objectives and storylines. Player, or play your own way, any way you want. There's not a ton of choices, and I love that. You can buy, you can use so many toy boxes, which are like building zones, 
Like take the Dynamics toy box for example. In that you can blow up stuff. Good, in, good. In the building toy box, you can build stuff. Can you build stuff and then blow it up? And is this important? No. No. <laughs> um, there's also the adventures, which are really cool, as there's always a different adventure for every character. How many characters do you have? I right now have four, including the limited edition Mickey. That's right, the sorcerer Mickey. And can he do anything special? Yes, he can. He, when you jump up and you press the Z button on the nunchuck, this is for the Wii version, mm -hmm. he, he goes down, does a ground pound, but it's not like all the other players where they just slam right into the ground. He summons all those brooms and creates a storm around him. The brooms from Sorcerer's Apprentice. Yes. Neat. I love that they're working so many different films into this one system. So even though I think ours came with two Pixar characters and Captain Jack Sparrow, so really recent characters, you can go right back to Fantasia with the Sorcerer Mickey character. So I hope he becomes available for everybody at some point. We got him because of that Nintendo World grand opening that we attended. But not everybody was lucky enough to be in New York City for that. I hear he's going public next year. Oh! So people who did not go to Nintendo World can get him in a gaming store next year. Very cool. Now, Calvin, I don't have time to play video games. Let's say one day I had a free 20 minutes and I decided I'm going to play Disney Infinity right now. Would it be easy for me to figure out? Should I just play in the toy box and not bother? Obviously, I'm stealing your character's account, so I'll have everything that you've already, like, acquired. Um, what's the learning curve on it? Easy, hard, in the middle? Toy box is very easy because all you have to do is use your imagination and have fun. Now, the story, like, the adventures of all the characters and playsets, that's where the challenge comes in. Some of the some of the levels on um, the playsets are tough and mm. hard. And some of them are easy, so it varies. And um, the toy box is just have fun, do whatever you want. I don't feel like there's enough of that in video games. I think I get turned off by challenge, challenge, go here, go there, and I'm like, I just I just want to relax. <laughs> so that would probably work for me really well. Not at all like Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, where you have to go all the way to the castle, then you gotta go all the way back to the forest, then it takes like an hour. Who has an hour? I don't have an hour. You might have an hour in like summer vacation. Yeah, <laughs> on the weekends. So, is this a game you'd recommend to any Disney fan, or just somebody that's like like a gamer? Is it does it have sort of a broad appeal to Disney fans in general? It probably has a broad. Um, Said, uh, appeal. Appeal yeah. to Disney fans because a normal gamer who doesn't know Disney would probably not at all get why the characters have the movesets that they do. Oh. Like, they wouldn't get why Soli roars or um, 
Mr. Incredible smashes or stuff. Oh, how interesting. That never really occurred to me. But, come on. What person isn't an awesome Disney fan? Probably too many people, right? <laughs> <laughs> Most people are like Universal fans. Oh, no, don't say that. We're, okay, we're okay with Universal because Jurassic Park and Harry Potter are wonderful things. Yeah. But, you know, when it comes to characters, I think. Duh. I think. Disney we, wins. Yeah, we know what we're doing. Okay, is there anything else you want to share about Disney Infinity? There's also adventures, too. Oh, adventures. There are mastery adventures that you do to unlock the toy boxes. It's really cool, so you know how to do stuff before you actually go into the toy box. It's like... I've seen this, it's like tutorials, right? Yeah. Where it shows you how to do tricks and then you get the, the prize to do the tricks with, kind of? Yeah, you, the prize to learn the tricks are the toy box itself. The toys in the toy box, as yes. it were. <laughs> Can you, what's your favorite one? My favorite? Well, that's a tough one. My favorite, probably the driving one. Okay. Because, hey, he doesn't like to have a good drive in a video game. <laughs> and you can make races, I've seen Yeah. It. You can race things, too. Pretty much seems to cover everything. All right. I think that's it. So the consensus from the gamer in the group is Disney Infinity is pretty much awesome for everybody who is into Disney. And if you don't have time to sit down and get into one of these video games that seems to take up... 15, 20, 30 hours of your life on adventures, <laughs> then you can play the toy box and just goof around with Disney characters. Frankly, that is a win for me. This is Calvin, and thanks for listening to the first episode of That Diz Family. This is Natalie. We love talking with you, and we hope to come to you every week. In the meantime, watch for us on iTunes. Check out our blog at inkandpaintblog.com, where we just talk about Disney nonsense. Bye!